children of God. Hallelujah. You know, this is what came to me. Jerusalem is just round the corner. Jerusalem is just round the corner. And you know, before, and this means, of course, that the coming of the Lord is so near. But you know, the thrill in my soul is that I feel so at home. I'm ready to go around the corner. I'm ready to walk into the new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. It thrills my soul when I just think about it. But you know, before you can be ready and to be taken up with Jesus Christ, we need to tarry in Jerusalem you know, the disciples, it started right there in Jerusalem. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost at Jerusalem. And, you know, it's wonderful because that's just each one of our spiritual experiences. For God is coming for a spirit-filled church. I thank God for, for the experience of the baptism in the Holy Ghost, uh, for, uh, for knowing the leadings of the Spirit, uh, for all the way that God has taught me. You know, we need not that any man teaches, but I thank God uh, that the Holy Ghost uh, is an apt and an able teacher. And you know, he teaches us so gently. He knows us inside out and upside down and through and through. And he knows how to lead us uh, and to bring us on. Hallelujah. You know, I thank God for that. And you know, in Zion it says, uh, God says in Zion he has laid the foundation stone and it's Jesus Christ. And so I want to tell you, before you can turn the corner and go right into Jerusalem, you need to know and have an experience. I've been born again and your feet on that solid rock upon the stone Christ Jesus. I have laid in Zion a, a cornerstone, a precious cornerstone. But you know, it says it was a stone that was rejected by his own people. His own people rejected the Son of God. But oh, glory to God. This stone is precious to me tonight. Oh, and it's precious to you. And this is this is what makes us rejoice because we found our place in this Zion. This Zion. Jerusalem, it means a peaceful place. Glory to God. And do you know what Zion means? It means elevated. And glory be to God. Glory be to God. It won't be long before all spirit-filled believers will be elevated. Right. Well, I don't know about going to be, but I feel elevated don't you? Oh, glory to God. You know, it lasts, this does. We have our ups and we have our downs. We have our testing times. We have our misunderstandings. But you know, when God gives us something from heaven, it'll take you right through, right through, right through. Oh, bless God. Jesus started something that the enemy can never run, rub out. He can never crush it out. If you've had an experience with God uh, and you were born again and filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, well, well, you can thank God you've got the most precious thing uh, in the wide, wide, wide world. 
come because we have his seal upon us. We're called and we're chosen and we're precious in his sight. Oh, glory to God. Without the cornerstone, you know, the building would fall down. But glory be to God that we're cemented and the cornerstone is firm and it's precious in his sight. I want to tell you that Jerusalem is round the corner. It's, uh, it, it thrilled me when, when the Lord, when the Lord just, just revealed this to me. You know, there's much more in it. And I could go on and go on in this. There's much more in it. This Jerusalem, it, it seemed to me that the, the Spirit was urging me. It says, Jerusalem is just round the corner. And I want you to get hold of this. There's an urgency in it. Jerusalem is just round the corner. You you know by world events and 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 I feel that, that the church of God is at last awakening that, that, that there's a hunger there's a hunger and there's a hunger here tonight you know men and women have been blinded and they've been misled and they've been trying to 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 uh, what shall I say feed on 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 just bread and water and, and and yet the soul is not satisfied but I want to tell you that God will not let his people go hungry in the soul before he comes. He'll fill you and fill you and get you right ready to go round the corner. Hallelujah. We're going round the corner, but we're going with the songs of Zion, not only on our lips, but implanted in our hearts. Glory be to God. Oh, don't limit what God can do. You know, we, we miserably fail because because we've got such a natural mind at times uh, and, and we miserably fail in lots of things uh, but oh I thank God uh, for the faith he imparted in me uh, to be filled with the spirit uh, and to rely on what God can do it's what he can do it's what he is glory to God you know God is no respect of persons here tonight uh, and I feel I feel there's such a surge and a reaching out for more of God uh, in hungry hearts tonight I feel that and I want to tell you that, that, that don't give God any rest. In fact, it's a necessity for your soul. If you're hungry and thirsting, then God will fill you with his own righteousness. He'll fill you with the Spirit. You need to be, you need to, to know this experience that the disciples had on the day of Pentecost. Why? Because it's the beginning of a taste of Jerusalem in your soul. This is what it is. I have to taste what Jerusalem is before I get there. And you know, I've had hundreds and thousands of tastes of what God has got prepared for them that love him. And every experience that you have in the spirit, it's a foretaste of glory divine. I want to tell you that Jerusalem, your Jerusalem may be, can be just round the corner. Maybe your experience in the spirit can be just round the corner. But apart from that, brother and sister, I want to tell you it won't be long before we're going just round this corner to meet him whom our souls have been taught. He won my heart from me, that man of Calvary. And once he's won his heart, your heart, it doesn't matter what comes and what goes. Thank God we're married to him. We're married to him. Hallelujah. And he will not be confounded. He will have us just where he is. He'll have us just like he is. To think, to think, fallen human race like you and I. 
that we can be elevated, elevated into the presence of God, just like that, just by believing. It's not what I am. It's not what I can work out. It's not what you can work out. But it's what God, by His Spirit, God is moving by His Spirit. Hallelujah. It thrills me to know that the Spirit is moving, is moving in the Baptists, is moving in the Methodists, is moving in the Church of England. He's moving everywhere. But thank God, men and women are getting their eyes open. They say, you know, there's, a, there's, there's men and women that don't even know what the Spirit of God is. But thank God, it is the Holy Ghost work to open blind eyes, to unstop deaf ears and to bring them back again. God bless you. And, and if, you, if you don't remember anything else, but I know that the Spirit of God will go on with you. The Spirit of God will move with you. But remember, Jerusalem is just round the corner. Hallelujah. any way that he's going to be according to how we think he should move. Whenever God moves, he moves sovereignly, according to his will, according to his mind, according to his purpose. 
He says, as the heavens are high above the earth, so are my ways above your ways. And so are my thoughts above your thoughts. And if we're sitting in this meeting tonight expecting God to come and blow upon our own minds or our own ideas or our own limited conceptions, then we're, we're sadly mistaken because God will never do it. Men have tried lifetimes to get God to bless what they have conceived with a natural mind. But God will not bless your, that which we've conceived with our natural mind. God will bless according to his good pleasure. Hallelujah. And whether you think it or not tonight, brother and sister, what God does in your heart and in your spirit tonight, it will be good. It will be good. It won't harm you. It won't cause you to fear or to be perplexed. It will bless you. It will uplift you. It will encourage you. It will direct you into the purpose of God for your heart and life. So, brother, sister, why are we so long in struggling with our own minds and our own little thoughts? Why don't we surrender to God fully right now at this hour in this meeting and say, Lord, I know you're moving. Move in me. Have your own way in me. Oh, bless the Lord, brother, sister. It's a wonderful way into blessing to surrender our own desires and our own thoughts and understanding, not to lean to that, but to look unto the Spirit of the living God. The Spirit of God is moving in sovereign power in this world today, and I tell you, He's moving in a new way. Hallelujah. He's got to move in a new way because it's a new age and it's a new day. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming soon and God is preparing his people and I believe that he's doing a quick work and it's going to be cut short in righteousness. Hallelujah. And it's only as we dare to surrender our, the, the beliefs and the ideas and the ideals that we've held on to for so long and we will surrender fully to the Spirit of God that he might move within us that we'll come right into the line of God's purposes. Can you say amen? Will you say amen? I tell you, brother, sister, if you dare to say amen to God tonight, there'll be something in your life that God will touch. Something that will have to give, something that will have to go, some, some, some desire, some, some way, some walk. God will move upon it and take it out of your life and call you into a new way, into a new realm, into a new life, into a new vision. Hallelujah. It might be like Nehemiah that you'll be called to go into a far place and, and meet up with opposition such as you've never known before. But glory be to God. The same God that calls is the same God that will equip you. The same God that takes away in our lives and breaks down is the same God that will add to and build up. Hallelujah. There's nothing that we can lose tonight that isn't worth the losing if we're gaining the Spirit of God and the power of God in our hearts and lives. Bless the Lord. Dead traditional miserable religion has kept God God into a, in, a, in a limitation, the limited God, but oh hallelujah, I thank God tonight we're here to break every limit on God, by the Spirit of God we're here to say that God is bigger and greater and vaster than ever we have conceived, and bless the Lord he can do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to his power that worketh in us, brother, sister. Just let go. Let go tonight and let God, while we sing this chorus again, it says he's moving in all the earth. You don't think that means this old world, this old globe that we call the earth, do you? He's moving in this earth, these earthen temples, which we are, the temples of the Holy Ghost. These temples not made with hands. He's wanting to move right there tonight. Not some mystical far away, but right there where you are, in the depths of your heart, God is wanting to move. 
He's such a gentleman. He's so sweet. He's so pure. He says, I stand at the door and knock. That's not just a sermon for sinners, brother and sister. God is standing at the heart's door tonight and he's knocking. And he says, if you'll just open that door, he said, I will come in and I will sup with you. I will sup with you. And I tell you, there's nothing sweeter than having a supper with Jesus. Hallelujah. The supper with Jesus. Supping with Jesus in the kingdom of your heart. It's just wonderful. But first, we've got to open the door. Swing it wide while we sing this chorus now, brother, sister. Let him move in you. And I tell you, there's no sickness. There's no disease. There's no discouragement. There's no sin that we'll be able to stand in the light of his glorious presence. For when he comes in, these other things have to flee. For the glory of God will displace them all. And all the gloom will be gone. And our lives will be filled with the glory of God. Let's sing it, shall we? God is moving by his spirit. And let him move while we sing, shall we? They can have their own revival party. Come on, bless the Lord. This is wonderful. Give them a clap. Come on, bless the Lord. 
to me, I don't know how many minutes I've got. <laughs> um, well, I'd been a Christian for, what, about 10 years, I think it was, and I thought I knew all about being a Christian. Then about two years ago, I went on a crusade down to Cornwall. And, you know, I saw all these Christians in a meeting similar to tonight's, and they'd got something that I hadn't got. And, you know, I'd been a Christian all those years, and yet all these people were there praising the Lord, and they were filled, they got glory all over their faces, and, you know, they were just praising the Lord, and I couldn't understand it. <laughs> anyway, I started talking to some of them and asking them all about it, and <laughs> they told me about the baptism in the Spirit. And, well, during the course of that week, I received my baptism. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> and something happened. <laughs> you all know what it is. He wouldn't take any notice. <laughs> Because he's told you tonight, a few weeks ago, praise the Lord, he received it as well. And we're just looking to the Lord now for great things happening. And they're beginning to happen, you know, all around. And it's just wonderful to be in the middle of the Lord's will and filled with him. Yeah, um, I love Jesus. Some years ago I was confirmed in uh, an Anglican church and I thought then I was a Christian. I was ever such a good little boy because I sang in the choir as well. And until a few months ago I was an organist at an Anglican church and I thought I loved Jesus. And since coming here a few weeks ago I've learned that I didn't love Jesus before. Not really. But praise the Lord, I'm getting to know him better now. Amen. Continually. And I know that through the power of his spirit, he'll lead me closer to himself. <coughs> unto eternity. What's your question, Judy. This is Judy. Come on. I came to Mansfield about two years ago. And I'm a southerner, as is... Uh, often told to me, rubbed in. <laughs> um, I'd been, been to church before, to an Anglican church, when I felt like it, and I thought I was a Christian. Till I came to Mansfield, um, and I met Margaret and a few other people, and they'd obviously got something that I hadn't got. And I began to sort of watch. I didn't say much. That's never been my, my line, really, to ask questions, but just to look and to listen. I don't remember exactly when, because it, heart, it seemed at the time to pass unnoticed. But I did give my heart to the Lord Jesus. And ever since then, he's brought me closer and closer to him. Praise the Lord. I still kept going to an Anglican church. And through that, I met Tony and grew to know Margaret and Tony. And of course, I met Tony's brother, Barry. And we were married a few weeks ago, seven weeks ago. Praise the Lord. <laughs> And four weeks ago, <laughs> about four weeks ago, we were very definitely led to come to the gospel mission. And since then, praise the Lord, Jesus has revealed himself more and more to me. And just pray that in his spirit, he will lead me to him closer and closer. Oh, bless you, Doc. I know you're jealous. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of being able to pray one for the other. 
Now, yeah. Lord, you've heard the testimonies of these lovely soul folk, few young people. We pray through the mighty name of Jesus that you'll give them all a mighty anointing this night and take them and use them for thy glory to blaze forth this wonderful gospel of love and joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. For Jesus' sake, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, that's wonderful. There's one more young lady, I must tell her, i be the final one. She's come all the way from Peterhead, north of Scotland, since we've had to wait for her coming now. And this year, she's hatched her homes in Blackpool. Come on, a quick one for you, sweetheart. Yes. She's all the way from Peterhead, that's 400 miles. There she is. Blackpool Rock, this is. Blackpool Rock, here we are. How are you walking back? <laughs> Anyway, give her a clap, isn't she lovely? Amen, I do love Jesus. You know, I've just come back from a fortnight in Peterhead and I haven't been home more than 12 hours when Mum and Dad brought me down here. It's a case of get the glory and see the world. <laughs> but Jesus is wonderful. You know, while I was up in Peterhead, I was staying with Simon and Wendy and I picked up a magazine, a woman's magazine, and there was an article in it about Paul Newman, the film star, and the title was, Paul Newman, a self-made man. And I thought, well, praise the Lord that I'm not a self-made girl, because if I'd made me, I'd have been a sight worse than I am. It's a case of, just let Jesus take over, and he'll make you into what he wants you to be. And he knows what's best, what's best for your future, and what's going to really be of use to him. And I just praise Jesus that have a... He's given me the grace to allow him to take over. And I feel better for coming here, I do really. Bless <laughs> 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 you. Sit down on the platform, you can find me. Well, half past ten, brothers and sisters. Doesn't time fly? Well, shall I say a very big thank you. I look over there and there's another one there. Oh, I wish I could get you all in. I'm prepared to say, well, I'm midnight, you know, I am. But I know you have to get moving tomorrow and you've got a long, long way to go. And thank you for being so patient. Brother, thank you for coming from Chesham. It's been lovely to see you. We do love you. Our brother's got another work up there. God's moving by a spirit in the Methodist, isn't he? Am I right, brother? Eh? Well, just a quick one then. Just a quick one. I should have been going to, to there, to, to, but I'm not going at the moment. Just a very, very quick one, brother. And God's moving, working with the Methodists, and again, filled with the Spirit. And it's really exciting, you know, what God's doing. And it's same as Brother Bob says. We've not seen anything yet. Is that right, Bob? There's going to believe for big things, brothers and sisters. We've got a big God. We're going to move for the glory of God. Jump up here, Jim, a quick one, lad. Jim got released at South End years ago. Here we are. God bless you, Jim. Nice to see you, lads. Well, you know, I think it, it, it's really truly what God is doing. Um, when I first came this way, they told me it wouldn't last. Well, um, I praise God because it does last. You know, if it were just emotional, then it would pass away, wouldn't it? And it would fade away. But when God moves in your life, then it lasts. And, you know, no matter what people say about it, and no matter what people try and do to you or say to you, you know, nothing can ever destroy that, which, you know, which God has done within you, can it? Nothing. And, you know, I praise him because of the, the way he's moving in the church that I'm, I'm going to. You know, I've been going there now for about 10 years, and um, I was baptized in the Holy Spirit through going there. It's only a Methodist church. But, you know, we were very bound and um, been bound for many years. And yet, somehow or other, just over this last two or three years, God's been moving in a wonderful way. You know, when I first came to the Glory Meets, I couldn't talk about Henry when I went back. I went back and I told him about it, and we talked about it, you know. And, 
and they just wouldn't accept it, they wouldn't believe it, they just, just thought whether it was fleshly and emotional and it was wrong and you know, so I thought well, you know, God's called me to this place and so I'm staying here and I stayed and, um, and I prayed and I said Lord I know that someday you're just going to do something and you're going get, to get through to these people because they were my friends. You know, when you've got something yourself, you want your friends to have it, don't you? You don't want to keep it to yourself. You want, you know, you want those that you're with to have this same thing that's within you. And I used to look at them and I saw that they were in bondage and they were bound and they wanted and needed what I'd got. So I stayed there. And I thought, well, it's the only thing I can do is just stay. And so I stayed. And then the years have gone by and I praise God that as the years have gone by, he's removed every obstacle you know, to this, to this move of the Holy Spirit. Now it's taken, you know, a good few years and sometimes, you know, we just want God to do it, don't we? Just like this and we think, oh, it's going to come whooshing down. I remember when I first came here, I went back and I was getting up people and I was trying to make them dance down the aisle, you know? <laughs> and I, I thought it would work. I thought, well, they're going to get the same as... I, I, and I really did, but, you know, it didn't work like that. <laughs> and, but I'm, I praise God because perhaps if it... Yeah, well, I don't know. Anyway, it's working now. And, you know, well... <laughs> Well, um, you know, we had one or two meetings, and um, I think Roy's going to come you now in November. And, um, well, I'm going to ask you in front of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> you're coming to Watford on the Saturday, and we've got... You're coming to Watford on Saturday, aren't you? Anyway, yes. And on the Sunday, you're not going anywhere, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you're not, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's up to you anyway, bless the Lord. <laughs> if he can come, he's welcome, you know. And, um, well, praise God, because, you know, I'll tell you one thing about this. Is it is, does get noise abroad. You know, lots of people, they have to advertise miracles and healings in their meetings and all sorts of things, don't they? Well, I praise God, you know, that a real miracle advertises itself, doesn't it? And a real healing, it advertises itself. You know, people in our circuit, they're looking to, that, to the church that I'm going to now, and they're saying there's something different. You know, the, the West, so in the Wesleyan Reform Union, we had a letter from a man at Wellingborough, and he said, can I come and see what you're doing in your meetings? He says, because and this is one of, our, one of our Wellingborough churches. He said, can I come and see what you're doing in your meetings? Because we want to find out what it is that you've got. Because, you know, <laughs> and, and I pray, and it's through him. You know, it's, it's, through, it's through what God has revealed to him, and he's revealed it to you and to me, and we're able to reveal it to others, aren't we? Yes. So bless the Lord, I think he'd be coming at <laughs>
praise and all the glory. We praise you, everyone, traveling masses, and draw all, all near to thee. We give you all the praise and glory for Jesus' sake. Amen. Know ye not, know ye not, we are that Know ye not, know ye not, we are.